call it a career after no, this year. I would agree with that. It's a tough time to be a college or NFL coach as well. But, you know, things are obviously running more smoother at that level. But, yeah, I would say it's wearing on all coaches across the country. I think you saw, uh, Ben, uh, now looking back at things a little bit, uh, maybe the cur- precursor to this was uh, Chris Peterson. Yep. yep. Stepping <laughs> out of Washington. And he got out at the right wow. time. Yeah, he yeah. knew. He must have known he something. He must have known something, right. VC, what you got on uh, Bleed Tech Blue tonight? Yeah, big show plan for tonight, of course. We're going to discuss the 2020 season, kind of give our expectations. I think Beck's got Tech going 11-0. and uh, got a good friend, Austin Brown, a Baylor alum, joining us at 6.15 and then at, or at 6.30 and then at 7 o'clock. I uh, got old David Smoke coming on uh, to talk a little, about the, little so, bit about the Bears as well. So Beck's with me, Tech's in the Rose Bowl this Without year. a doubt. Well, here's the thing. If, if that's the case, uh, I'm surprised uh, if he's made that prediction. We are, haven't already had a poem composed. Uh, doesn't well, he? Shouldn't he have something already on pen there's, to paper? There, there's and, no doubt he does. No doubt, and I and I just hope that he's got a great poem for November 21st when Tech takes on ULM. And, and let's be honest, maybe, maybe Beck. Can there's predict, only but, one game that I hope gets played this year, and it's that one. Oh, I hope everything it, else is laying. Yeah, uh, I think ULM wants to opt out, uh, but we'll see. Uh, like Beck, you guys said, uh, there may not be. Let's Stop just that. hope everybody makes it healthy to November 21st. We're hoping, right? BC appreciate you, but Bleed Tech Blue. In mere minutes. Taves, you are excellent as always. Odell Beckham, well, you are a thing today. For uh, for Odell, for Taves, for Puff. For Ben Carlisle. We're not number two. We're trying to be number one in your hearts. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of the company. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk. 977. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We were responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters in this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. 
It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We're back again another week. It's BC, it's Beck Haynes, it's John Tabor. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Appreciate you joining us tonight on this beautiful Tuesday evening. It's game week. Football is finally here. Got to got a little got a little tease this weekend. Five or six games. Yeah, a couple of Conference them. USA was terrible. Terrible. But Middle Tennessee, what you doing? Yeah, I'm not mad about old Southern Miss just embarrassing them. Speaking of bit. Southern Miss, going there right out of the gate. I can't help it, BC. Jay Hobson out after one game. Lose 32-21 in Hattiesburg to a bad South Alabama team. It was bad. And Jack Abraham could not save his coach's job. Jay Hobson resigns. I believe it became official yesterday. Uh, Southern Miss I, will break in an interim coach for the remainder of the season. It's going to be a tough season for the Golden Eagles, BC. I don't even want to. I don't want to justify the way they played, but I, I, tu- I tuned in for a, about fifteen seconds. Hot minute. Yeah, and uh, the the one thing I heard him say was, you know, this one of the receivers caught a ball, and he said, "This is the only receiver." That uh, caught a pass last year. For the, that, I mean, yeah. the only guy in the squad that caught a pass last year. Not a whole lot of talent returning. <laughs> yeah, can't keep him in Hattiesburg and don't blame him. Yeah, so Jay Hobson out at Southern Miss, 28-23 and 23 overall. I believe he was 24-23 and 23 against FBS competition. Scotty Walden will take over as the interim head coach. Walden is just 30 years of age, Black wow. Haynes. Five foot nine hundred and eighty five pounds. There's hope for you. You can do it in a year, right? Are you twenty nine? I'm twenty nine. There's hope for me. He was a head coach when he was twenty six. Where? East Texas Baptist University. Twenty six. Scored fifty points per game, five hundred and sixty five yards per game. So how is that a good hire? How about that? Nah, he's the interim coach. We'll get a chance to audition yeah, okay. throughout the year. Who knows how it ends up turning out, but Scotty Walden. I, I pulled up an article in the Hattiesburg American just to kind of see, you know, what this Walden guy was all about. I got four facts for you. Youngest head coach in NCAA in 2016 when he was 26. Jeez. He's a fan of professional wrestling, which apparently you are too after you pick Rob Gronkowski in the fifth round of our fantasy draft. That but, did not take long. Three minutes. Took you three yeah, minutes we'll to bring that Yeah, we'll get to that later in the show. God. Scotty Walden played his college football at Sewell Ross State University. Whew, doubt we've watched that program play too many games these days. And his father played collegiate golf at the University of Houston and was a teammate of Fuzzy Zeller. Fuzzy, a little pretty good golfer in his day. So it will be interesting to see how things play out in Hattiesburg now that Jay Hobson has resigned. Of course, want to thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister's Smokehouse, 
and O'Neill Gas. As always, you can call us, you can text us on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you. Beck's running the text line. I'm sure he's got some witty response for you as well. Beck, real quick, watching that Southern Miss-South Alabama game the other night, did you see that Frank Gore's son is a running back for the Golden Eagles? I did see that. And Frank Gore's still toting the rock in the NFL about 18 years later. He's trying He's trying to make them both be in there at the same time. <laughs> it might happen. Oh, he's an ageless wonder. you got to love Frank Gore. So, Beck, here we are. It's game week. Louisiana Tech, it's Baylor. Didn't know if we would ever get to this point, but as we've seen, everything has not come off all that smoothly just in the in the realm of college football. We've seen games get postponed. We saw Rice cancel or postpone two of their uh, two games in October on the third and the tenth. They're now hoping to open their season on October twenty fourth, which Wow, that's a long ways away. Uh, you know, we got coming up this Friday, we're supposed to see TCU and SMU. TCU is forced to postpone due to some positive tests. So while Louisiana Tech and Baylor are set to kick off the season in four days, who knows? We got to get some positive tests to come back negative, whatever that means. But we got to get interesting some. interesting way to say it. Yeah. We got to get some tests to come back negative. Yeah, bottom line, th- uh, nothing's a sure yeah. thing in 2020. No, and I don't think you're going to know. Obviously, for scheduling purposes and, and TV deals and stuff, teams are going to need to know as soon as possible whether games will be happening. But just going into the weekend and it being game week doesn't give me much confidence, Ben. Um, but you never well, know. I, just throughout the year. I mean, Sean was just talking about it. I, for any any school to finish with their completed schedule, quote-unquote, is going to be, be a miracle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. With, which you and I have talked about from from the beginning. You know, if, if – if it's going to happen, then some processes have to change. No, I, I think so. And I, I, t- I mentioned that at the end of Sean's show. I was like, you know, I, I can understand, like, you have a guy, you say he test positive, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can understand that guy having to sit out. But if you're going to take, and I use the Missouri example, they announced they have four positive tests on their roster. So say they brought 110 guys to fall camp and you have four, and then you lose 14 out of it. Well, like, at some point, give me a break. Like as long as you're testing the contact tracing guys and they're come back negative, you're good. But looking at MLB and how they've done things, they get one test. They're shutting a the team down for four to five days. So can you, if you get a positive test on a football team on a Monday, can you shut them down and let them play Saturday? I don't know. It doesn't look like it at this point. But it, it, the contact tracing is the thing I have the biggest issue with. Whereas you, you knock out all the roommates, you knock out. The certain guys at certain position groups, it's it's a difficult thing to discuss. It's a difficult year, obviously, and quite frankly, it's driving BC insane. I want to see some football. Right, we talked. It came out today. There was twenty four hundred tests in the in the NFL and one, one positive. One like one how positive. are they making well, it work? We, you know, it didn't occur to me until recently, but NFL guys they can go home. I mean, they go home to their families, and they yeah, and they they go home, and they have their bajillion dollar houses like ours, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they can they can for the most part create a bubble pretty easily. College guys, they live together. No, I agree. They with that. they like they're social beings, you know. There's things going and you on. You got to go to class. Got to and... go to class. Like they're they're forced to be out. Uh, a I lot didn't more. go to class. No, I went to class for you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, 
Uh, so it, it is going to be a lot tougher in college football than I think it would be in some of the professional sports. Obviously, just the resources are as limited, too. But, I mean, like you said, you get you got a positive guy, then all your roommates are contact tracers. How can they not be? Well, and, and, too, you look at the advantage of the NFL. They're testing guys every single day. You know, you got different conferences doing dif- different testing models, which is difficult to overcome as well. But I also have an issue with, like, if a guy tests positive, let's let's turn around and test the guy again. Like, let's make sure. But we, we've seen all the false positives. I'm not here to say there's not false negatives. Like, there is. I'm not dumb. I'm BC, smartest guy in <laughs> sports radio. But come on, like, like let, let's let's try to clean it up as best we can. But at a place like Tech or a place like you know any other conference USA school. That might not be as easy as well. So there's just so many different moving pieces. But like we said, Louisiana Tech and Baylor set for an 11 a.m. kickoff on Fox. We're here to preview it. We got Joel Klatt. We got Gus Johnson. We got the GOAT Gus Johnson on the call this weekend. But, bet a few things. Did you happen to see Skip Holtz's new contract was finalized sometime this week? They tore it up, did a new five-year deal. Louisiana Tech has its football coach for the foreseeable future. Give me some details. Give me some bowl game wins. Yeah, you love them. Love a we good bowl six game. six or five right now. Uh, six, bro. Come six. on, keep up with it. Yeah, I'm just keeping up with our conference championships, which have been a big fat zero recently. So Going to need two hands to keep up with those bowl wins. So here we go. New Skip Holtz, new contract. Here's the meat and potatoes. New five-year deal. I hope, his, hope he's told his wife, because if not, she's about to find out. Yep, she's about <laughs> to find out. Miss Holtz. Tune in. He'll make 700000 same salary that he made a year ago in 2020. 2021, that will rise to 775000 And from 2022 through 2024, that will be 850000 which will make him, I believe it's the fourth highest paid coach in the conference, which I would say he deserves. Absolutely. He's, what if he what if he wins the next five bowl games? He's at eleven. He does get a bonus for bowl wins. I believe it's like somewhere. Can you imagine what if Skip's driving home right now from the office and just hearing his salary just thrown around on the radio? He'd probably be a little. I, mean, I know it's pu- I know it's public information. I just he'd probably be like crazy BC, times. Come on, I'd be like BC. Come on. Should we, for comparison, should we do our salaries? <laughs> 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 I don't think Skip would even blink if he heard yeah. ours put together. Yeah. yeah, not sure he would do that. Uh, also, Eric Conkle, Bulldog basketball coach was giving a, given a two-year extension as well. Also, Skip Holtz, first press conference of the year. You know, that's a big talking point for us week in and week out mm-hmm. during the football season. Over the old Zoom network this year, Beck. <sighs> Got to tell you something. When the kiddos come crashing the party, things can get quite interesting. Got to make sure you're on mute, BC. You're yeah, dang right about that. Also had a guy, a couple of guys working on the old garage door today, banging on the door like, hey, guys, a little Zoom meeting on in here. Yeah, so this was at your house. Yeah. This was happening. Well, fired up. Got the kiddos crashing. Yeah. But, hey, it, it ran pretty well. I thought, you know, you don't, you know, we talk about it every year. You don't learn a ton from news conferences, and rightfully so. No, like politically correct. Coach is going to say, like, you know, Skip. not going to say I'm throwing the flea flicker play one. He'll be playing Rust in high school and. Skip's going to make you think they have a chance. No, oh, yeah. Just respect, you know? Yeah, it's respect. It's respect. And we get it. Yeah, we get it. No, we get it. We get it for sure. Beck, I know I took the early jab, and I said yeah. you picked Rob Gronkowski, fifth-round fantasy draft. We're going we're gonna to talk a little fantasy football later in the show. Just kind of, you know, let yeah, people mix know it up. D- it up. BC's favorite in Vegas to win the league. But that's beside the point. 
NFL teams cut down their rosters to 53. I believe it was Saturday afternoon, and we got 10 Bulldogs that are on NFL rosters in 2020. First up, Kentrell Bryce, the Rustin product. I believe he's entering his fifth year um, out of Louisiana Tech. A safety will be on the practice squad for the Arizona Cardinals, which, like we've been talking about with COVID, you have to think at some point uh, he'll find his way to the 53-man roster. Absolutely. You never know where he's going to be playing. People are going to be switched around. A lot. Big Vern, Big Vernon Butler uh, made the 53-man roster for the Buffalo Bills. Good friend of the program, Boston Scott, Philadelphia Eagles. The old program. Old program. Boston. We got to give Boston on. Do you think we should? Yeah. Boston's a good uh, good interview. You know. He is. Friend of the show. No, without a doubt. Boston Scott, good friend of the program. Uh, actually going to be my backup running back in fantasy this year. Jeff Driscoll uh, be in his first season in Denver as the backup quarterback. Jalen Ferguson be an outside linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. Jellybean Ellis will join him in Baltimore as well. Xavier Woods, I know he's been dealing with a little bit of a groin injury, but heard he's going to be back for week one. And our good friend Jerry Jones, I didn't know that you knew that we are good yeah, friends yeah. with Jerry Jones, actually said Woods – is one of the better players on the Cowboys roster in a contract year in Dallas. So hopefully Xavier can't show gets his cards like that. I don't about know. If you have to pay the guy, you got to knock him down a little bit. Yeah, that's can't true. be saying he's one of the best. That is definitely true. Trent Taylor, another friend of the program, has joined us a few times out in San Francisco. And then two of the rookies, Legarius Sneed, will actually open his season in two days. That is wild. I can't believe he picked off Patrick Mahomes 17 times in camp. Blows my mind. He did? You're lying. Jack it. Guy got me. I got you. Amik Robertson entering his rookie season, playing for John Gruden and the Las Vegas Raiders. So, Beck, what we got coming up tonight? Got a big show playing coming up in the next segment. We're going to take a look at our season predictions and expectations. 630 Austin Brown, Baylor alum. Usually joins us during basketball season to give us some hot takes on some mid-major programs, but he'll come blabber a little bit at 6.30. David Smoke, Sikkim 365, will join us at 7 p.m. to preview the 2020 Baylor Bears. Of course, you can call us. You can text us on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Take a quick timeout. Be right back after the break. First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. 
You'll love the smiling faces here at Courtesy. You'll love the deal you get on every car you buy. Eight brands, two convenient locations in Ruston, one goal. Customer satisfaction. That's the Courtesy way of doing business. Online at buycourtesy.com. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Beck, better turn those headphones down. BC brings the heat. Week in and week out. You can call us. You can text us on the Fairway Cards hotline or text line, 888 Nine nine three seven seven six two. Of course, I want to thank our sponsors: First National Bank, Fairway Car, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Benville Motors, Ball Four Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. The twenty twenty football season is here. Your Louisiana Tech Bulldogs get set to travel to Waco Saturday morning. Little brunch kickoff, eleven a.m. on Fox. That's the Big Fox. Not the little fox. Back in the day, <laughs> in the old Shreveport, oh, Fox 33. Okay. That's what my dad used to say. Be like, Ben, Fox 33? Yes. Fox <laughs> You remember that, Tapes? 33. You remember that, Tapes? Oh, he remembers. Yeah, it seems like that's where I would go to for some old WCCW. Hey, I believe it, Tapes. I believe it. I believe it. All right, let's, let's take a look at this schedule, Beck. I, I know... I know you're probably Let me not. Google it, man. Hold on. Oh, you got to Google the schedule. Yeah. Hey, I can break it down for you. All right, hit me. I got you. All right, game one. Taves, you joining in on this one? Sure. All right, here we go. These, we got to write these down. Here we go. Otherwise, Beck, get we're, a just pen. Doing, we're just doing this out of for nothing. Keep the stats. Come on, stat man. All right, game one at Baylor. I believe the Bears are favored by 17, 18 points. <laughs> 11 a.m. kickoff, McLean Stadium. I believe it'll be in front of about 15,000 People are so KXKZ 107.5 FM, your home. Dear Dave Nitz and Teddy Allen on the call. John Taylor will be producing. What's the what's the line again? Baylor favored by 17, 18 points. Who you got? Baylor La Tech. Baylor. Baylor. We going scores or just You can go scores. Or are we going just no, we gotta cover? Go scores, right? Let, let's just y'all want to go score? Well, we can let's do cover. We'll do, cover, not let's cover. do scores every just week. Just write write the line. Win or loss? Man. Yeah, let's go. Win or loss? We'll do scores each week. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I can slam y'all for y'all's terrible scores. All right, let's 
So we all got we all got tech dropping one yeah. to Baylor. Dogs yeah. dropped zero and one. Yeah. Uh, you get it. Baylor's got a little too much firepower. Right. Then they win the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, yeah. We're tech fans, but we're realistic. All well, right, won the Sugar Bowl. We're realistic. Breaking yeah. in a new quarterback. Yep. Week two, September the nineteenth. BC will be at the beach, but he'll be watching the game on ESPN two, six thirty p.m. kickoff. Hate to tell the wife, not doing beach picks that night. Gosh, I hate beach picks. <laughs> it almost makes me not want to go to the beach. I agree. I believe that might. I just dread them the whole week. Haven't looked at at Southern Miss's schedule, but I believe that might be Scotty Walden's first game as the head coach. Whole thirty year old. Southern Miss, huh? Yeah. All right, what do you think? Week two. I got the dogs or the dub. Yeah, easy. Easy dub. Dogs. Dog. Okay, dubs across the board. We're going to be largely, probably largely the same. Yeah, we yeah. are. Hey, we come back home September the 26th. It's community day. It's faith and family day inside beautiful Joe I Stadium. Will it be power washed? Will it be repainted is the question. <laughs> But nonetheless, we'll be back in the Joe. I think we can answer Can we talk that. about that? No. no. All right. We we'll, we'll touch on it later. We'll touch on it later. Yeah, we'll touch on it later. Houston Baptist comes to town. Well, I got a chance to watch Houston Baptist in North Texas this weekend. And let me tell you something. We got some concerns about the Bulldogs secondary. Rightfully so. They're young, some inexperienced, especially at cornerback. Well, they're going to learn to cover in this one. They sling it. The Huskies threw it 62 times against North Texas, put up 569 yards on the mean green, gave up about 60 of their own, but pretty good offensive ball club nonetheless. Only playing three games this fall. So they're really laying it out there, leaving it out there, you know? Leaving it all on the field. I got Tech in that one. Yeah, me too. Dogs. Believe Taves has the dogs as well. <laughs> October the 10th, it's a bye week October the 3rd. Dogs return home for its second consecutive home game on the 10th. It'll be homecoming at the UTEP Miners coming into town. Dana Demel squad squeaked, a squeaker, past <laughs> SFA Saturday night. I believe it was a 24-14 win out in El Paso. Let me tell you something. Death Taxes and beating UTEP are three certainties in life. <laughs> Dogs moved to three and one. Feeling good after the first four. You got tech? No, yeah. What? Shoot, you didn't say. Dogs. You got a text on the fairway cards text line? Yeah, I got a little text. All right, let's hear it. Question for Beck Haynes. So, Ben, I'm going to need you to just hush for a minute. All right, you're the text liner. How do you think the Bulldogs special teams or specialists will do this year now that Bailey Hale is gone and Jacob Barnes is a starting kicker and punter. Never easy to replace Bailey yeah. Hale. Well, did a good job in his two years. Yeah, he did. And uh, might have been comeback player of the year. Yeah, did have a rough did, one at Texas. Had a rough one at Texas. Uh, comeback player you know, of the year after one bad yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, you got to love it. You know, you got to love it. Um, here's the deal. with You know, I used to play goalie when I played hockey. Yeah, good to hear. You know, everybody loves you when you're stopping the puck. You yeah, know, not everybody, too many people watch hockey, though. Everybody hates you when you're not. You that's know? right. Same that's with fair. the kicker, you know. You're yeah, you better put the, it through the uprights. Put it through the uprights. Everybody loves you. I don't care how it gets in there. Now, I, I'm really interested to see how Jacob Barnes performs. It'll be, you know. Oh, little brother of the legend. Little brother of the legend. Redshirt freshman legend was a righty. Little bro is a lefty. Going to be handling the kicking and punting duties. Going to be busy. Hope he's doing his squats. Yeah, better give that leg a rest six days a week and be ready for Saturday. Better how, up in the ice bath. Yeah. How do I think they're going to do? 
Man, I'm I'm really excited about this specialist group, man. Really excited. Long snapper Reeves Blankenship all coming conference. up all conference and already nominated for something this year, correct? Yeah. I mean, the kid don't miss. All right. Yeah, he's a good snapper. Got got some faith in Barnes, you know. It's gonna he's redshirt freshman, you know. Probably gonna miss a kick or two. Might keep win, your head up, Barnesy. Might we'll win right. comeback player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you're giving out the old comeback player of the yeah. year award tonight. I'm just saying, keep your head up, Barnsey. You're gonna miss one or two. We'll be all right. Uh, pretty excited about this. Right, moving on. All right, October seventeenth, Marshall comes down from Huntington, West Virginia. First time Marshall's come to the Joe. Might be shell shock down here in Louisiana. Never know. Got a chance to watch, watch Marshall. Him? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell w. you one thing. Eastern <laughs> Kentucky should have stayed on the bus. <laughs> Because they didn't come to play. That's going to be tapes. I don't know about you, but I think that's oh, you a swing game. My, you didn't get my UTEP. Oh, yeah. You got dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. We know tapes. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> isn't beating UTEP. That, it's certainty in life. I can't wait till we get UTEP. Here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, there's a big swing game. You want to win the conference, you take care of business at home. That's what I got to say. Let's say Marshall. Let's say Tech picks up a dub. Four oh, and one. Yeah, me too. What you got, tapes? Don't do it, tapes. He's taking that big breath right before he, he drops an L. I'm going with the dogs. Okay, good. Whew. How many fans y'all think will be in the stadium? Oh, wait. Beck and I don't need to argue again. Man. Uh, following week, dogs head to the southern part of Texas. They're the Riverwalk. San Antonio UTSA head coach Jeff Trailer in his first season. Getting ready to open their season. W. Getting ready to open their season this weekend against Texas State. Easy dub for you, huh? Yeah. Why you say such easy dub? You're not a UTSA fan, are you? Ben, I don't I don't have many nice things to say about UTSA. Why do you not like them so much? Know. Do we even know? There's a lot of students there. I just feel like they should be better, and they're just not, and they haven't been for a long time. Tapes, like, get, what's, get tapes, what's that uh, dome that they play in? Is it the Alamo Dome? No. 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 I don't do they? Can we get our stat guy on that? They play in some dome. I can't remember, but it's pretty loud in there. If they ever get to four and four, they it's get It's the a, Alamo. It's the Alamo dome. Gosh, I was wrong. I apologize. If they it's ever, a big place. Yeah. And if they ever get to four and four, though, they can create some noise. Not going to lie. Jeff Driscoll had a tough time down there in 2015. That's right. Jeff, Le- Jeff was phenomenal. And then, and then would have a game, you're like, Jeff, what you doing? Good question. Uh, he'd tell you now he's playing in the NFL. Yeah. Still backing up in Detroit? Nah, Denver. He's in Denver. So we're four and one across the board. We're four and cool one across the board, no, correct? Now we're, no, no, no. We're like one, two, three, Dogs. four, five, six. We're six and one. How many games have we done? We well, you did Marshall and UTSA. Yeah, we've one. whoa. BC getting a little behind. Six and one. Having a year, Bulldogs. October thirty first. It's Halloween. Halloween. It's Legends Day at the Joe. They're honoring BC. UAB's coming to town. W. You think? Yeah. Remember last week? That's my one guarantee. What? Tech beats UAB in 2020. Yep. They did pull out a squeaker against Central Arkansas, 45-35. Whole squeaker. Whole squeaker. Taves, what you got? This is a big turn game as well. Marshall and UAB, two biggest regular season games on the schedule. Dogs. I mean, we should. Uh, I think they, they're going to have an edge. I ho- it's in Ruston, right? About time, yeah. yeah. It's in Ruston. Get some Halloween. canes after Things the game. Things get weird. Now, go get you some Brister Smokehouse fall in the game. November the 7th, dogs take their talents to Apogee Stadium. 
in Denton to take on the North Texas Mean Ooh. Green. Ooh. Seth Luttrell will be wearing a Schmedium <laughs> as the head coach. And, who uh, is it's a tough one. Ben, For I'm, some reason, yes, I don't have a great I feeling guess, about this Me one. too. I was just going to say that. Not because we have seven, Not because North Texas. Not because we have team. six W's before this. But this oh, that's part of it. But let's be honest, Ben. Late in the season, dogs can dogs get a little weary. Dogs can get tripped up. They, Short hooves can get true. tripped up. Let's not pretend like that is. You not taking happening. an L? It's either an L or real, real a squeaking W. It's either it's either a loss or a win. It's either a loss or a win. Just to cover my base, I'm gonna say a win. I don't want to pick against the dogs. Taves, what you got them. on the road, North Texas? <laughs> I got the dogs. I think they run away with it. Well, I'm peer pressure. Run away with it. I think. I think. I think that may be the most Hitting our stride, overpaid huh? G5 coach. Oh, he is. No, there ain't no doubt about that. Seven and one. We're eight and we one a year ago. You need to chill out. It's not all a big right, deal. All right, all right. You're right. Rice, November the 14th. Who knows if they'll show up, but it'll be spirit day. It'll be senior day. It'll be a red out. You got to love a classic red out on senior day. The old 2.30 p.m. kickoff. Oh. Beck will be hitting the deer stand before dark. I got the dubs on the easy win. Dogs on the easy win. Yeah, me too. Dogs. Dogs. Eight and one. November 21st in Shreveport. W. ULM. First time, I believe, Let's since be real. 2000. If we need to not play the couple games before that to get ready to play ULM, I'm <laughs> fine with it. that. <laughs> I got the dogs in that one by, I don't know, 28, 30 points. I got them by 40. I like Beck's 40. I ain't going to call off the dogs that night. Dogs. Holtz is trying to get a new contract. Wants to rip up that new five-year deal. He wants to be king of North Louisiana. Let's be real. Can't blame him. Final game of the regular season. Holy cow, everybody's pointing towards a 10-1 season. A little worrisome. Hope the dogs step up this year. A little 11 a.m. kickoff in Boca Raton. Excuse me, not Boca Raton, not playing FAU. This one will be in (laughs) Miami. Against FIU and Butch Davis has trap game written all over it. 11 a.m. kick. I'm taking dogs drop the season finale to finish at 9-2. and two. Yeah, 10-1 and one just seems too good to be true. There's got to be an L somewhere. I might go back and make North Texas. Oh, yeah, do it yeah. after the show so you yeah. can win. Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> no, I'm going to take North Texas and L. We're going to win at FIU. Okay, okay. Tate, what you got? I'm with you. I, I, I think it's going to be an L. I don't think Ooh. it'll matter. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it'll matter. I think, I think you. Well, I think you'll have the division. It'll be one up. loss in conference, but you'll have the head up on UAB. Yeah. So, you know, do they come straight into the stadium off the beach? It just. When is that one? That's in late November. It'd be yeah. Yeah, it'd be Corona a will be done start by then. There. So yeah, Corona will be over yeah. by then. Yeah, gotta love Corona. Yeah, I think if I you. That's just trap FIU game. probably gets bowl eligible or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're for playing bowl. for everything. Want to go to Ben? Do I even need to ask? Do you think we're going to win our bowl game? Oh, dub, dub. Dogs. Eleven and one. I mean, or ten and two is what you have. Yeah. Well, a conference championship be the thirteenth game. Hopefully, God willing. Gosh, if we play thirteen games, Ben, I'll take you to a nice steak dinner. If we play thirteen games in twenty twenty, the three men in here. We're going somewhere together. When the Vegas. buffet opens at Johnny's, we're going. Oh, you mean like in town? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not taking you to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Count your chickens too quick. Hey, actually, play 13 games. I'll hook y'all up. 
I'll hook y'all up. So, all right, we got nine and two across the board play for the championship. I, I can agree with it. We got a text on the text line. So, does Tech Let's hear it make the quick. playoffs after a great season? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Even though this would be the year for it to happen. Yeah, if you're going to ever crash the party, you go 11 and 0, be knocking on that door. Whew. It'd be a fun thing to be here yourself talked about on by Lee Corso. Yeah. I'm sure he'd stutter over his words a few times, but it'd be fun to hear him discuss it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump to our next timeout. We come back from the break. Baylor alum, Austin Brown, joins us. be interesting to see what he has to say about his Baylor Bears. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after the break. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Smiling faces here at Courtesy. You'll love the deal you get on every car you buy. Eight brands, two convenient locations in Ruston, one goal. Customer satisfaction. That's the Courtesy way of doing business. Online at buycourtesy.com. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Graduate Sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. It's BC, it's Beck Haynes, it's John Tabor, it's Austin Brown on the Fairway Carts Hotline. Austin, it's been a while. How you been doing, pal? It has been a while, and I am not too bad. I'm very excited to be talking about a real-life college football game in the year of our Lord, 2020. Wasn't sure we were going to see it, but here we are only four days to go before something catastrophic happens, and we will get to watch football this year. <laughs> hey, hopefully we make it. It was a nice little tease this weekend. Couldn't have drawn it up any better myself with Memphis and Arkansas State in primetime. You know what? That's uh, that's what ESPN dreams about. So uh, hopefully this week will be a little bit better. No, I hear you. I hear you. So so I got a 
a couple of questions for you. First, we're going to start on the basketball side of things. Scott Drew, preseason number one team in the country, landing top 50 recruits left and right. Are you starting to be more of a believer in the Baylor head basketball coach? <laughs> well, uh, look, here's the thing. Last year was the closest we were ever going to get to an answer of the question that America's been asking for the last 17 years. <laughs> Is Scott Drew a good coach? And we almost got our answer, and then God sent the plague to cancel basketball. So I've learned it's best not to ask these questions. I respect it. I respect the heck out of it. So looking on the gridiron, the Baylor Bears, of course, go back to 2019. Um, you know, you have your best coach in program history, and Matt Rule. I guess we're going to exclude Art Browse. And he takes the program to the Sugar Bowl. They go 11 and three before he bolts for the Carolina Panthers. But overall, the job that Rule did in Waco in his three years, I think it's. I, Nothing short of maybe miraculous with where the program was upon his hiring? Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at – really, he got there and tore everything down. The first year was a disaster, went 1-11. But, I mean, that's what Matt Rule does. You saw him at Temple. He came in, basically tore everything down, got the program up and running within three years. And last year basically was the best-case scenario for what that team could have been. I know they had the two close losses to Oklahoma, but they had a lot of 50-50 games that – went their way, and I don't blame Matt Rule for selling his own stock high and going to the NFL. But, I mean, if you're going to have a three-year run and leave the program in a certain condition, this is about as good as that three years could have gone. And, you know, talk about some of those 50-50 games that went their way. From From a talent perspective, and I know when you look at the matchup between Louisiana Tech and Baylor, and obviously Louisiana Tech's in the midst of a pretty good run under Skip Holtz, but... From a talent perspective, the job that Rule did, this isn't a, a program right now as it's currently set up from a roster standpoint that's bringing in these four- and five-star recruits, you know, making up 80% of their classes. This is a team that's been developed from a talent perspective. I know Charlie Brewer, uh, it seems like he's been there forever at quarterback, but they've really done a nice job at developing players throughout their careers which has, have led to their success on the field. Yeah, Matt Rule recruited a certain type of player. I mean, you saw with linemen, he wanted more agility and less just big, bulky guys. Uh, basically, it seemed like for skill players, he just went to these recruiting events he had and took the guys at the top 540 times and offered them scholarships, and a lot of them took it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they've been able to maximize talent. Charlie Brewer was, a, I think, a three-star coming out of high school, and he's had a great career. I'm not sure how he's still alive after getting – just brutal concussions in the Big 12 championship and the Sugar Bowl. But apparently he's starting this weekend, so we'll see if he can survive another day. Well, and that's a a question I've had throughout the offseason. You know, I I believe his last concussion was suffered, if I'm not mistaken, against Georgia in the Sugar Bowl or maybe in the Big 12 championship. But I think he's up to four or five concussions. Was there ever any concern that he might not come back for another year? Yeah, I'm – I was shocked because he got knocked out of the Big 12 title game and then played in the Sugar Bowl and got another concussion a month later. So I had my suspicions about whether or not they were going to tell him to clean it up or to hang it up. But I, if the doctors are clearing him, given everything, and saying he's fine, um, I mean, I guess they know more than I do. But I think he's about one good shot away from maybe having to make a tough decision. But it's his last year. I don't blame them for wanting to get out and play, and especially he suffered through some bad years and now gets to enjoy the 
having a good team and having some good players around him. So I hope he can he's able to go out and have a good year and stay healthy. And overall, your your thoughts on the Dave Aranda hire? I know a lot of us in Louisiana are obviously familiar with the job that he did at LSU, winning the national championship in 2019, and also previously at Utah State, spent some time in Hawaii as well. So Tech was, you know, familiar with him back in the WAC days uh, when Louisiana Tech was in that conference. But overall, what what's the reception been and your overall thoughts on the Dave Aranda hire uh, as the new head man in Waco? I think it's an absolutely outstanding hire. I think that Dave Aranda was in a very comfortable position at uh, LSU. He's one of the highest paid assistants in the country. But he wasn't going to leave unless he thought he was walking into a good situation, which he is at Baylor. I mean, how many times do you get to walk into your first Power 5 job with a team coming off an 11-3 and three year? So he, I also really like he hired Larry Fedora, uh, old North Carolina coach, as his a uh, offensive coordinator. Yes. And, uh, I mean, this is the guy who convinced the entire, a bunch of NFL scouts that Mitch Trubisky was good at football. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think Fedora's going to unlock a lot that maybe was missing the last couple of years on offense. But I think Aranda's – I mean, he's already been killing it on the recruiting trail. It is unfortunate that you get a new coach in a year where you can't really have spring and summer practice. So, Having a limited time to implement the new system, we'll see how that shakes out. But I think Dave Aranda is an absolutely outstanding hire. Uh, I, th- I think he is, too. I think he's going to do a good job. I think he's a really good fit down there as well. And he's obviously been around a lot of football throughout his career. So when you look at this 2020 season for Baylor, obviously the Sugar Bowl win last year was uh, an exceptional win. You get to 11-3. and three. Uh, and, you know, your program's riding a high. I know a lot of guys were lost, particularly on the defensive side of the ball from that team. Uh, Denzel Mims is gone at receiver, but you have Brewer back offensively. Like you mentioned, Larry Fedora uh, hired as the offensive coordinator. Overall, what what are the expectations for Baylor in 2020? I know it's kind of difficult to kind of put some expectation on this season, knowing that with all the crazy stuff that's going on in, throughout the United States with COVID, we don't really know what to expect. But what are your expectations entering this year for Baylor? Well, I think if you look at the Big 12 as a whole, I think Oklahoma's pretty clearly the class of the conference. I would be very shocked if they don't run away with it. Um, but beyond that, I think there are three or four teams. I think you could put Baylor, Texas, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State kind of all – right there in that two to five slot and really just uh, could come out anyway. So I don't think it's out of the question that Baylor is able to at least compete, if not get back to the big golf championship. But I don't know. I think given the 11 game season, I think eight or nine wins is doable, but a lot of it is just hard to predict when you don't know what you have coming back. You don't know what the new system's going to look like. How much is Dave Aranda going to change? And yeah, just with the COVID season, you're not sure. I know for Saturday, Baylor's missing Xavier Newman, one of their starting offensive center, and it's unclear why exactly it's not COVID-related and it's not injury-related, so that's kind of all they've said. But hopefully he gets back soon. Defense, they're starting three sophomores, TJ Franklin, Josh Landry, and Cole Maxwell on the defensive line. Really the only area on either side of the ball where you don't see a bunch of juniors and seniors on the depth chart, so... We'll see what they can do, but I have confidence that Aranda is going to be able to develop them and put a solid team out there again. Absolutely. And one more question before we let you go. Is Texas back? You know, 
I heard a rumor that they were. Um, Joe Tessitor? <laughs> I'll tell you this. This was the moment that uh, I knew that the Tom Herman era was over. It was last year. They were playing Baylor and getting walloped. I think it was 24-3 to at this point. And they got to the point where Texas had a third and three. And then one of their guys threw someone down after the whistle. That was an unsportsmanlike. And then another player ripped off his helmet to yell at a ref. So they went from uh, third and three to third and 33. And I'm just trying to imagine a scenario where one of Nick Saban or Dabo Sweeney's players ripped off his helmet to yell at a ref and still has a scholarship the next day. But that's apparently what they got down in Texas. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pump the brakes and say Texas is not bad. Hey, I would agree with you right there. So what you got going on these days? Still, still covering some basketball? Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Occasionally, you know, um, hopefully there is more college basketball yeah. this year. Um, yeah, it's kind of a real bummer to have Baylor's best season in school history get uh, very open-ended. But, yeah, just uh, doing that, hope we'll be able to hop back on. Now that Wayne Kiffin's gone, I'm going to have to find some way to relate to the good people of uh, the USA. So I'm sure I'll be back sometime in the next few months. Absolutely, man. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. All right, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Austin Brown, Baylor alum, always has some good insight to share on the Bears. And Good you know, friend of the program. Well, good friend of the program. It's also <laughs> nice sometimes to, like, get that generic, like, fan type of perspective. Right. Like, you know, like, kind of like you last year, just start going by eight. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, fans, the, fans have real feelings, you know? Eight. Eight. That's, I mean, he's he's back to eight. Gotta love it. Is eight on the roster right now? Not on the roster. Do not. Old Scam Newton came to town and bumped him right out of the. Old Slam Newton didn't get drafted in the fantasy draft last night. You hate to see it. Hate to see it. Tape, did you take? Did you take Cam? No. Nobody took him. It's gonna be interesting to see how Cam performs. Him and old Julian Edelman. About all Bill Belichick has to play. I mean, with watch this that year. dude just be unreal. He, no, for real, yeah, he might be. He really I'm gonna go pick him up right now. Yeah, go at him. <laughs> take our next time out. We come back from the break. I think we're going to take a little look into Conference USA. A little fired up about the league after this past weekend. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Hey, DQ fans, the new fall blizzard treat menu is here. It's a lineup of all your favorite fall flavors, blended with world-famous vanilla soft serve. With pumpkin pie, caramel apple pie, Oreo mocha fudge, choco-dipped strawberry brownie dough, and snickerdoodle cookie dough, every bite feels like diving into fall. Leaves and all, it's officially fall at DQ. So hurry and make the season sweeter with the new fall blizzard treat menu today. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. 
This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. It's BC, it's Beck Haynes, it's John Tabor running the board. Beck, got a question for you. Yeah, hit me. Did you get a chance to watch any college football this past weekend? I, I told you I tuned in for a little bit. Not too Overall, hot your on thoughts. the old Conference USA. Overall, your thoughts on just college football. Did you think it was any sloppier than maybe you expected? I mean, it's sloppy because of the teams that were playing. But, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about this in the fantasy draft last night. Like, there's just been so much talk about whether we were going to have a season or not. Like, it just feels almost premature, like like a scrimmage, you know? Well, I think and then it's teams you don't really care about. But it's just going to be weird when – Big games start happening. You well, know? I think it was interesting to me, and we were together last night, and not like that, but we were together hanging out and doing the fantasy draft. <laughs> and uh, we were watching, or we weren't watching it because you don't like football, but uh, Baylor, I mean, BYU and Navy were playing. And, you know, I thought it was interesting, obviously, BYU 55-3 to just beat the brains out of Navy. Sorry, Tapes. But... Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting to hear Navy's coach say in the pregame and the postgame that it was their first time to go live all fall. And it really made me wonder, you know, we've been out at tech practice and they haven't gone full speed live, take you to the ground. And it really makes you wonder how many programs around the country have taken that approach. I mean, part of that's just you already are worried about guys having COVID, but then you really can't. You don't want to hurt your numbers injury-wise, yeah. It's more of a – it's going to be a cautious year maybe. I mean, I don't think that's going to show up on Saturdays on the field. No. But, but it, yeah, it's going to be sloppy, and the NFL is going to be the same way. There's, you know, not a lot of preseason. It's going to look a little sloppy, I think. Yeah. Well, I forgot. No preseason. That's why this snuck up. We were drafting last night. Literally did not know there was games Thursday. Like, yeah. We don't draft, like, two weeks out, bro. Like, we're the real deal. I know. We draft, like, you know, players getting hurt and stuff. You got to yeah. watch out. Like, Von Miller just went down. Yeah. Poor Von. But – Let's let's talk about some conference USA programs in particular. I mean, I know for one thing, you've been pretty hard on conference USA in the past. Nothing irritates me more than conference USA. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm so about this to tell weekend, you why. This, this weekend couldn't have helped that. No, I'm about to tell you why. All right, Thursday night, you got UAB, Central Arkansas. Bill Clark done a tremendous job. Yada yada yada. We talk about it all year. One of the top G5 coaches in the country. He could get a Power 5 job if he wants it. Did a great job at Jacksonville State. UAB has a bunch of 27-year-olds, and they beat everybody. We get it. Week one, they take care of business. 45-35 over Central Arkansas. Props to Central Arkansas. I already played two games this year. I think they're 1-1 one one overall. But Bill Clark, 45-35, 
game wasn't that close. It was probably really a 45-24 type of game. Central Arkansas got a garbage time touchdown to make it closer than the experts thought. Right. But you watch the game. UAB turns the ball over too much. UAB quarterback breaks his collarbone. He's out for the foreseeable future. And it's like, all right, well, there's the best team in conference, USA, banged up already. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, whatever. Next game. Southern Miss, South Alabama. We talked about Jay Hobson in the open. He's resigned. He lasted one game, 28-23 overall. Jack Abraham throws for 314 yards, doesn't sniff the end zone. <laughs> South Alabama wins 32-21. I'll be honest, Steve Campbell's squad looked like the better team. Like, you watch that game, Southern Miss was uninspired, didn't want to be on the field. It showed. I There's mean, a lot of stuff going on in and out it, of that program. Oh, I can't And it imagine. shows. You're right. It no, shows. No, you, you could tell the team was so – they weren't all in for their coach in that game. Now, can the new guy, Scotty Hobson, get them rolling? Well, Scotty Walden, excuse me. Can That's he get a him tough going? Situation to walk into. Tough, Ben. Tough. In the in twenty twenty with everything going on, school starting, COVID test, all, all the things off the field that could create distractions. Your girlfriend wants to hang out sometime. Like, like, come on, like, it's a tough situation to take over. All right, move to Saturday. Marshall Eastern Kentucky. Little noon kickoff. Little fifty nine nothing. Well, Doc Holliday takes care of business. Quite honestly, looked pretty good kicking Isaiah Green, quarterback off the team. Grant Wells goes for 307 yards, about five tutties. Conference Tuesday Player of the Week. No complaints out of Marshall. Great job. You handled business. You did what you were supposed to do. Army and Middle Tennessee State. Beck, I don't know what to say. Rick Stocksteel, you've been there forever. Your son had six years of eligibility. <laughs> He's not playing quarterback. We hear all year from Conference USA media types, Asher O'Hara is a great quarterback. He's might win Conference Player of the Year, might win Conference USA Player of the Year, where well, he's benched in the third quarter. Army beat you 42 to nothing in the open. Let me tell you something. Army's a good football program. Disciplined. Disciplined. They do a good job year in and year. They're the, they're the option runners. Taves, do you happen to remember who the Army coach is, right? Monken is that his name? That sounds right. Yeah, Monken, the head coach at Army, has done a tremendous job since he's been there. 42 to nothing? On national television week one? Going into week two? Hoping for a touchdown? Give hoping me for a, a single point, That's man. embarrassing. How do you like to go into team meeting on... Monday, like, all right, guys, we're gonna try to score this week since we played. Hey, guys, a, we're gonna a bunch of minutes and didn't even score. Hey, hey, guys, we're gonna we're gonna throw this film out. We're not gonna watch it. You think, coach? There wasn't nothing to watch. Not enough time to go through it. <laughs> no kidding. All right, moving Got a text on. on the text line. You Let's hear. hear it. Yeah, I want to hear. It. Wait, Conference USA has media types? Question mark. Quote unquote. <laughs> Sorry. Good point. Maybe a little too much credit. Sorry, I'm a hater. Like, just do your homework. Like, Asher O'Hara is not a great quarterback. Like, he's not. Like, just because Middle Tennessee goes 8-4 and four doesn't mean you have a great quarterback. Sorry. 
Doesn't Army just run the, run the ball 150 times a game? Uh, had two 19-play drives. One went 89 yards. One went 99. Did not throw it one time. Ben, I don't care if you have a high school team. Bird if high you school. you know they're going to run 100% of the time, how do you not make them go three and out more than a couple times, Ben? Beats me. Or how do you not even stop the drive on a 90, 89 yard? And then run back to the sideline and be like, okay, let's get pumped up. We won't let that happen again. We just let them. Beats me. We just let them run the ball 99 yards. I knew they were going to run. You knew they were going to run. Couldn't stop them. But, hey, let's get jazz for the next series, boys. Didn't have a chance. Doesn't happen. All right. Outside of Conference USA, Sonny Dykes 1-0. Beat Texas State by Tutty. All right. Back into the league. Barely. North Texas 57, Houston Baptist 31. Good job, good win. Nice to start with a dub, but work on your defense. 569 yards? I'll give you a migraine. That's a tired defense going home. I don't know why. It didn't look like they played much. It's embarrassing. Final game of the night on Saturday evening SFA at UTEP SFA led this game if you watched this game for the first I don't know 23 minutes you would have traded SFA for UTEP thank goodness Dana Demo squad got it together but here's my point Conference USA Outside of UAB, Louisiana Tech, Florida Atlantic, maybe Marshall. ODU doesn't even want to play. Western Kentucky. Marshall, excuse me, Rice doesn't want to play. Western Kentucky, three yards in a cloud of dust, but they they can be included. They can be included. But, hey, you got 14 teams in this league, and about four or five of them have a pulse. <laughs> How many times have I said that in the last three years? A lot. Like You're, you're not fond of Conference USA. So when this league put itself together, UTSA, all right, great market. You should recruit your tails off. North Texas, recruit your tails off. Charlotte has plenty of talent in North Carolina to win at a high level. They got one winning season. Florida International took a step back, up and down. Southern Miss, figure it out. <laughs> the whole league, step up and perform like you can perform. Like This is embarrassing for the league weekend, year in and year out. And I'm not talking about the top four or five programs. I'm talking about six through 14. How long are we going to rebuild in this league? How long are we going to be the laughing stock? Sunbelt's better, so what? Deal with it. Let's go ahead and take our next timeout, Tapes. I've had enough of Conference USA. We come back from the break. David Smoke, Sikkim 365, will join us. David knows the Baylor Bears. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after this.
The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway car top line 888-993-7762 welcome back bleed tech blue radio it's bc it's beck haynes it's john Tabor. it's game week louisiana tech set to travel to waco to take on the baylor bears 11 a.m kickoff saturday morning join us to preview the baylor bears David Smoke with Sikkim 365. David, how we doing tonight? Hey, we're doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's great that the, we could even say the term game week. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. So, David, you look at this Baylor program. Uh, you, you go back three years ago to when Matt Rule was hired to where the program is today. Talk about some of the progression and, and the job that Matt Rule did throughout his career to kind of get this Baylor program back to its national relevance. Well, it, it it was one of the great reconstruction jobs. Baylor's had a couple of those. Of course, one didn't end very well. See, with Art Bryles took them from what they were to winning back-to-back Big 12 titles. But when Matt Rule came in, he had just done a reclamation project with Temple. And, and, and they had never been very good in football, as you know. Our lead had been a long, long time. And it went from bad to pretty good to really good, and they ended up playing for a conference you know, championship when he was at Temple. That eventually launches him into other people looking at him, and he did the exact same thing. It was almost like a mirror image what he did at Temple. He did at Baylor. That first year, you know, they went into 2017 with six scholarship offensive linemen. Six. I don't care who you are as a coach. George DeLeon, a long time. The guy's coached in the NFL in college. They had six 
scholarship offensive linemen, and a lot. Of, and I think about three or four of them, two or three of them for sure, were like right out of high school. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was nasty. They, they, you know, they took a beating. They weren't very good, and and he had to kind of do his thing. And there's a lot of people that thought that he was in over his head. That the, the guy from Jersey was overmatched. Then they turned the corner with how they finished in 2018. They got to a bowl game and won it. And last year was absolutely. I just kept watching them. They won a couple of games in which it could have gone either way with Iowa State, Texas Tech, um, but they won the games. And hell. If you guys remember, they had Oklahoma dead to rights almost to a halftime and, and blew a big lead. Oklahoma flexed their pedigree and beat them uh, at the end and, and had to do the same thing in the Big 12 championship game. What he did was, what by building it the way he did, it didn't mean it was a quick fix that could fall apart immediately if you just just don't screw it up. And of course, then he goes to the NFL, and now Dave Aranda is trying to put his, his fingerprints on this thing, and he's you know, a pretty good core of people coming back, except the defense like La Tech lost a ton of players. And you talk about the team that Dave, that Dave Aranda is taking over. And, you know, you look at the success that he's had throughout his career uh, with most recently spending time at LSU as the defensive coordinator where they won a national championship. Coming off the Sugar Bowl in 2019, what are the expectations for Aranda and this football team entering 2020? You know, when, when we start discussing, like, wins and losses, if Rule would have stayed, I would have had, again, if it's a 12- or 13-game season, I would have had them in a, in a mode to win 9, 10 games again. Yeah, even though they won a couple of games, you know, that were bang-bang games with Iowa State and Tech, as I mentioned, I still think that they had set the table. But when you have a brand-new coaching staff that comes in, even with what Aranda brought with him, the coordinators who were former head coaches and Larry Fedora, and then Ron Roberts, who's a Louisiana, you know, University of Louisiana guy, um, you know, it, it, and they it retained some of their staff. The defense had nine starters uh, gone. Some of those guys are making practice squads or better in the NFL this week. Uh, I, I, I felt like if Rule would have stayed, it would have been during a normal season, number of games, a nine-plus win season. Again, I really do. I, I don't know now with what they've had to deal with. Dave Aranda seems to be very confident with what he's seen. Uh, coaches that I get a chance to visit with kind of pick their brain, you know, on occasion seem to be very confident. I, I've also heard that, you know, maybe a couple of weeks ago they had a scrimmage that wasn't all that good, but maybe they tightened that up this past weekend because they went kind of in game week mode last week. I would say it's a 10-game season. Louisiana Tech is going to be the best non-conference game that Baylor has played against anybody to start the year since they were mauled by TCU in 2010. TCU that year went unbeaten, went to the Rose Bowl, beat Wisconsin, and beat the hell out of Baylor to start the year at Fort Worth. This will be their best non-conference season opener in a decade. Uh, they've played Duke, who at times, depending on what's going on with them, can kind of test you a little bit. We know they've had some bad losses along the way, but for the most part, their non-conference schedule just hasn't been very good. I don't take anything for granted. I mean, I watched Arm. I mean, I watched Navy against Brigham Young last night, and Navy's a pretty damn good football program. But they got mauled, and the coach can at the end of the game. I'm not going to say his last name. Said, "Listen, we didn't practice physical. We didn't do a lot. You know, we practiced against dummies and donuts and all that." I think Baylor's had a pretty physical work. I think they've had a pretty physical time the last two or three weeks, even with what you have to deal with with COVID. I say, in my opinion, ten game season. 
get the six wins, figure it out, and then move on to whatever it is next year when you have what you hope will be a normal offseason. And, and also, they're, they're doing a hell of a job recruiting, even though they can't see any of these guys face-to-face. they got a really nice class they put together for 2020. I say get the six wins, move on, make another bowl game, and see what happens. And, you know, you talk about all, all the changes, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, which is a, really similar to Louisiana Tech losing nine starters on that side. But Aranda brings in Ron Roberts from ULL. Do you see Aranda handling a lot of the defensive play calling responsibilities, or is he going to give the reins to Roberts and kind of let him roll? I think Aranda will have you know input. I think he also respects Roberts enough and knows him that that's why he brought him in. Now, again, Roberts has got to prove what he's going to do at this level as well. We know what Larry Fedora can do. Yeah, things at North Carolina at the end before he was fired didn't do well. They had some injuries, I think, his last year or the year before that. And obviously North Carolina has done a great job with what Mac Brown's been able to do in his first year there. Uh, we know what Fedora can do, and he's got Baylor connections. As a young kid, he was a young man. He was a, a coach on the Baylor staff um, back in the day, back in the mid-'90s. So uh, we all know what Fedora can do, and, and I think the offense with Brewer – the offensive line should be better, although their starting center, Xavier Newman, will not play this week for an off-the-field issue from back earlier this year. He's not going to start, so you kind of wonder about that's like one of their better offensive linemen along with left tackle Connor Galvin. He'll play. He's the kid from Katy High School out of Houston. Um, I, I, I think the defense has enough of the, uh, the swagger from what they had last year that they're going to be fine. Now, they're, you can't. They they, co- they created an enormous amount of turnovers last year, and of course you can't expect turnovers. You can teach it, you can think it, but you can't expect them. And so if they can get you know anywhere near that number, they're going to be fine. I do think Aranda is probably more the in week film guru type. I mean, when you hear him get in front of a I've t- players and coaches, high school coaches have told me this as well. When he gets in front of a screen whatever it might be, an iPad, uh, whatever they use now in team meetings, the big big projection screens, when he gets in front of that, it's like the room goes dead silent because of the way he talks about defense. You could tell that he's got a fix for defense, and, of course, that's where he's cut his teeth. I think he'll have an impact, but I think he's going to let Roberts run with it when it comes to calls. I just think he'll probably always be like, like a head coach who used to be an offensive coordinator. He's always going to be listening in case he may need to interject maybe an opinion or two. And looking on that offensive side of the ball, speaking of an offensive coordinator that used to be a head coach in Larry Fedora, uh, he has the luxury of having Charlie Brewer return for his senior season. I know Brewer's had some injuries, some concussions throughout his career. Do you think that changes how they might use him uh, from a running perspective as he gets set for his senior year? I'll be clear something up. I know there's this perception about him and the concussion, and it makes him very angry when he hears that. Not that what you're saying, but there was this kind of a, a like a game against Georgia was a neck issue. It was not a concussion, uh-huh. although you could have not, you know, you could have, listen, the way he hit, the way he fell, there's no question in my mind it looked like yet another possible concussion. He's had them. There's no question about it, but let me share something with you. I was back when things were shut down, but players were starting to trickle back into Waco. I was playing golf at a, at a, a club here in Waco, and uh, I saw him on the golf course. And I had a chance to visit with him a little bit and ask him about how he was feeling. 
and also a little bit about, you know, just, you know, what he's, you know, because of what they were dealing with. And I said, how do you feel? He said, I have not felt this good in a long time. He had had a shoulder injury that before his sophomore year, I think they wanted to go in there and clean it up, but they brought him to transfer from NC State and Jalen McClendon, and I think Brewer realized it was game on for competition, so he never got that cleaned up. And then I think, yeah, he's had times when he's been banged in the head a little bit. I do think that he's I, – I, I do think that, that anytime you've had one, whether you've had one or three or five, and, and five is too many, then, yeah, it's a concern. I do think they're going to try to protect him more because I believe what they're going to try to do in the Fedora offense is get rid of the ball much quicker. It was, it was not quite that way under Matt Rule and Jeff Nixon, the offensive coordinator, last year, and Glenn Thomas as well. It was more the pro style. That doesn't mean they didn't do the hurry-up. That doesn't mean there weren't quick fades. That doesn't mean there weren't quick hitches, whatever. I think you're going to see Fedora utilize Charlie Brewer and get the ball out of his hands very quickly. There is no way, Ben, there's no way that you or me or even his parents are going to tell him not to run. He's too competitive. The guy has won every level he's ever been at Lake Travis. He went through that 1-11 disaster his freshman year. This guy is as much of a gamer. You know, and I know there's other guys that have done that before at the quarterback position or other elsewhere. This guy, you're going to have to shoot him to keep him from taking off when the moment's right. But they're going to try to help him by getting rid of the ball quicker, and we'll see how that works out with his weapons. They have two really dynamic running backs in Lovett and also Treston Ebner. They have two really dynamic running backs. They feel good about the receivers, although they did lose Denzel Mims, but I think they're going to try to get rid of the ball quickly, and I think they should be able to run the ball more effectively than they have the last couple of years under rule. All right, got you. So you look at this matchup. On Saturday, Louisiana Tech obviously coming off their first 10-win season since 1984. Uh, they, they like how they feel on the offensive side. They're concerned defensively uh, with some youth on that side. Of course, Baylor uh, coming in off of a Sugar Bowl berth in 2019, breaking in a new coach in Dave Aranda. From a Baylor side of things, what are some keys to the game for the Bears on Saturday? Well, one of them is what you brought up and we just talked about. you got to protect Charlie Brewer. Uh, you, you, they got an offensive line. Jake Burton came in a transfer from UCLA. Let me tell you what. He's already number one in the depth chart. He started a lot at UCLA. He has been there like a week. Maybe I think he's been there since August 25th is when he committed to play to Baylor. It's what, September whatever day is, ninth today, whatever the day might be. Yeah, September 8th. And he's already the first team uh, offensive tackle. Uh, Coach Aranda told a story yesterday to me when I sat down and visited with him. He said the first practice that Burton showed up at, he had not basically done anything other than whatever they could send him that he could watch on the plane from San Diego into, into, into Dallas or Waco. And the first practice, he's standing around, there's a line check or something going on, and he's the one that called out the check. He was standing there, and he called it out. And everybody took notice, whoa, how did he even know the language? This is a seasoned player from UCLA who's going to help them tremendously. He's a big, strong player who's going to help them tremendously. They have to be able to run the ball. Well, everybody does, right? You have to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to run the ball better this year. I don't know how crisp it'll be in the opening game or two. They do have a week off between Law Tech and Kansas, which helps clean some things up, you hope. But I don't know. Can they force the turnovers? Protect Brewer. 
run the football, which is really isn't that like fundamentals one, two, and three of how to win a game and force a couple of turnovers that I think that they feel pretty good about the opening game. If they can do at least two of those three, and all three, they ought to be in pretty good shape. Absolutely, David. We certainly appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, how can our listeners uh, follow you guys' work online? Well, thank you very much. Uh, we're on the app. It's a free, it's a free app in the Apple Store, uh, in the App Store under Sikkim, S-I-C-E-M 365. It's also online, Sikkim365.com. Listen live. It's free as well. Uh, there's a listen live link for pretty much on the home page and every other page known to man. And we're even up on Periscope, on Twitter, uh, excuse me, on Periscope, Facebook, whatever. you. It's all over the place. And we're about to launch a new broadcast center here in the next, we hope, three or four days to a week that allows us to be seen as well in studio, which is something that we've grown since we started this back on April the 6th. So those are the ways. Sikkim365.com, listen live. And also in the App Store, Sikkim 365, it's in the free App Store for iPhones and Android. Absolutely, David. Looking forward to joining you guys on Thursday and certainly appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. You got it, BC. Thank you, man. Appreciate your time. David Smoke, Sikkim 365, Beck Smokey is one of the best. He might be a new friend of the program, BC. He's Full dynamite. of good information. Dynamite. We might just call him even if we're not playing the Bears, see what's going on. Without know? a doubt. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout of the night when we come back. Kind of put a bow on it, wrap things up, get ready. Louisiana Tech, Baylor, 11 a.m. Saturday morning in Waco. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe, and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, the new fall blizzard treat menu is here. It's a lineup of all your favorite fall flavors, blended with world-famous vanilla soft serve. With pumpkin pie, caramel apple pie, Oreo mocha fudge, choco-dipped strawberry brownie dough, and snickerdoodle cookie dough, every bite feels like diving into fall. Leaves and all, it's officially fall at DQ. So hurry and make the season sweeter with the new fall blizzard treat menu today. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com.
have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. It's BC. It's Beck Haynes. It's John Tabor. It's the final segment of the night, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. It's time to put a bow on it, Beck Haynes. It's been a fun show tonight. We got football. Four days. week, PC. Game week is here. The tone has changed. Can't believe it. 11 a.m. kickoff. It's a little early for you, boy. I'll be up. Kids will be at a birthday party. 11 a.m. on Saturday. I haven't even got that far. I mean, I'm watching the game. I don't know what's going to be going on around me. They've got an interesting dilemma. All right. Mom's birthday is Thursday. Your mom? Yep. Oh, Claire is a saint. She is a saint. She's probably listening tonight. Yeah. Shout out to Claire. Ivy, shout out to Claire. Wanting to, wanting to, you know, go eat. Ben, y'all, y'all want to come over to the Boss City get get some dinner on Saturday? I'm like, Mom, the dogs are playing. No. Like, gonna be a tough trip to oh, make. Oh, you do the post game show. Yeah, I got the post game show tapes. What do you think? We'll get out of here around four o'clock, probably maybe four thirty. Yeah, I was thinking we'll see. Tell Mom to come to Rustin. So, that's the that's the, you're welcome. That's the that's the solution. She's like, we'll get we got a gift card. Need to eat in the Boss City. Claire, you paying the big bucks or not? Tell, give me a call. I'll you want to see BC or not? It's a little tough to pack up. Shout the- out to moms out there. Uh, leave your kids alone when the dogs are playing. Yeah. <laughs> give the kids some alone time to watch the dogs. It's college football Saturday in the South. Crack open a cold one and let's go. Beck, David Smoke was awesome. <laughs> he fired me up. I'm not going to lie. It's the best segment we've done in a while. Is he better than me, Ben? Is he going to be your new co-host? No, you are. I'm not giving up on you. My boy. It's just, I just need to hear that every once in a while, you know. What we got this week in Conference USA, we got UAB traveling down to Miami. Well, 7 p.m. kickoff Thursday night on the ACC Network. Can the, the Canes? Hurt? Can the Canes score? Canes don't want none of Conference USA. Owen two. Hey, Martell the- is he the quarterback now? Nah. Martell's modeling probably, but I think Dude. he's still on the roster. Oh, he's still on the roster. I believe so. Miami's that was dro- a, that was a fantastic tweet during the bowl game. Miami's dropped their last two. Ugh. Miami's got some Conference problems. USA. Hopefully Manny Diaz, Blake Baker, former Bulldogs, can get some things done. Elsewhere in Conference USA Saturday, uh, a little 11 a.m. kick on ESPN2, Charlotte at Appalachian State. Oh, let's see here. UTSA at Texas State at the 2.30 p.m. Oh, kickoff. I got, a, I got a little text on the text line about old Texas State. Let's hear it. Texas State is still just southwest Texas State dressed up in dad's clothes. Really? Yeah, that's what the text oh. says, man. Oh, interesting. Well, that's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff on ESPN2. Elsewhere, make sure I'm not missing anyone. <laughs> what did I say earlier? Death, taxes, and yeah. beat UTEP? Yeah. Yeah, miners travel to Texas. It's number 14, Texas. We'll pay action. Longhorns pick up an easy dub. Well, 7 p.m. kickoff on the... Longhorn Network. Not sure if the old YouTube TV carries the Longhorn Network. <laughs> we did get NFL Network, though. We that's did big, add that's you. big time. We did. That is that, huge. Just in time. A little 12 bucks hey, for the Red yeah, Zone channel, though. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, oh, YouTube bumped up their uh, 
Oh, price about 15 bucks, so they better add the NFL Network, Ben. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's, uh, you know, interesting that, you know, our, our friend over there did not think that Texas is back. Um, <laughs> Texas is not back, hate to tell you. Uh, also, Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, traveling to Louisville. It's a little intriguing match. We've got Scott Satterfield. It, at Louisville, did a really nice job with the Cardinal program. Took over a dumpster fire for Bobby Petrino. Might have thrown that motorcycle in a dumpster Oof. fire. Uh, but um, anyways. Never going to live that down. Hopefully the Hilltoppers can go give us a good game. And hopefully Conference USA can perform better this week. So you're rooting for Conference USA in non-conference games. Oh, without a doubt. Like, you kidding me? I mean, I was... Pumping my fist when I'm not mad. Southern Miss got I'm not mad if it. they lose, but it's embarrassing that you yeah, lose to a program well. that you're better. Like Southern Miss has been a better program than South Alabama for 25, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's something that's really extremely difficult to, to talk about. It is it just irks my nerves. By the way, bet irks my nerves. College game day this week at Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Clemson. Down. Clemson. Trevor Lawrence is back. Jacked up. Bang. He who, wants to play. Oh, yeah. Bang, who starts at quarterback this week? For Tech? Yep. You got to call it right now. You call it? Yeah. Who starts? You're asking me because you know I don't I don't really know. So, it's it's safe. Anything I say here is just an opinion. Yeah. I think Aaron gets the nod. I do, too. I think, oh. I think Aaron Taves, Allen. Taves, you believe it? I think Aaron Allen takes yeah, the first snap. That's a sweet I thing. think Luke plays. No, I think both guys play. I, I think – I think the big thing this week for Tech is you got to figure out who your starter is going into Southern Miss. I don't care if you get beat 62-7 to and BC comes in here ripping you. You better feel good about one or the other going into next week. You don't, And, and I don't know that we're going to see Tech going into this game and say, Allen, you get drive one, Luke, you get two, th- you know, alternate right, like that. Right, I think right. you're going to see it's Aaron going to be a field thing. Yeah. yeah. If Aaron goes three and out, maybe Luke gets a nod. If Aaron well, if he goes three and out, field. three drives in a row, you're going to be like, all right, Luke, you're up. Right. We went but. to the scrimmage the other day. Yeah, we did. Uh, I mean, listen, I'll be honest. I, I don't think one stood out. You're like, there it is. No, I agree. That's what Carter. I'm saying. I think that's why you're going to see both play. No, neither, oh, neither guy talk about the, the play. Yeah, you can talk about it real quick. we got a few minutes. Okay, third straight quarterback, uh, Weston Elliott. And uh, he's one about – we kind of made the joke, Ben, that he's over uh, over midfield, so he's in the in Weston's red zone. And uh, he just heaves one into the corner. And who caught it? Uh, Joe Walker. Joe Walker r- gives the old DB a little hug, and while he's hugging him, whispers in his ear, watch this throws his hands up and catches the ball on his back. Remember on the, the ba- da- remember the Bama receiver tapes? Tapes. It was 